and tapping that if you if you can connect that to the bigger questions that are underneath the surface things start to click easier mm-hmm. without going oh my gosh you know what should be my major in school you know at the time it seems so serious i got to pick the right major because if i don't something really hor- i'll miss the memo of life you know yeah. and 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 so it's just expanding our sense of how life is the mystery of things so people can relax a little bit and when you can relax your natural intuition will kick in and you're just going to have more fun while you're here welcome back to the scribble podcast a show all about life and then some as i've been on my own journey of figuring out what this whole life thing is all about i've realized one common thing that we're all in this together so i hope this show acts as a catalyst to answer some of our burning questions and with that being said, for today's episode, we have the perfect guest to answer some of these burning questions. Adele is a leading mentor for professionals struggling with stress and creating lives of more purpose, meaning, and connection. She's a spiritual teacher, speaker, and energy healer, and she has helped hundreds of leaders all around the world reduce anxiety and attract more fulfilling careers and relationships. We're very excited to have Adele onto the podcast, and we hope all of you guys enjoy. Hey, how's it going, Adele? It's going great. How are you? I'm I'm doing great. Um, yeah. So I know we spoke about a week ago, and ever since then, I've been super excited to have you on the podcast because you seem like such a nice, uh, outgoing, loving person. Um, but I, I don't want to talk about you too much. So how about you, sort of take it away and introduce yourself? Sure. Well, I'm a spiritual teacher, mentor. Um, I t- typically specialize with folks all over planet Earth mm-hmm. who are dealing with the big questions. Um, in, and dealing with perfectionism, stress, for, with the big questions of, you know, why am I here? You know, what, what is this journey about life about? You know, uh, where, how can I be human in this life and in a world with other humans? Because there's always a little bit of an existential anxiety yeah. with humanoids. Um, you know, we're groovy with nature and our, uh, our pets and plants. But the minute we're around humans yeah. is where, in my experience, 99% of the stress comes from. Mm-hmm. It's either stuff we want or stuff we're working through. Most of what we really want in planet, on planet Earth comes through people, whether it's a job, whether it's being a parent, relationship, money, that we are a communal species and that's usually where a lot of the rub comes from, whether it's dealing with anxiety and depression like I did or finding your calling of what, why you're here. So I love these big, big question conversations. So I'm so excited to be here. Of course. Yeah. And thank you for, for coming on once again. Um, so let's take it back a few years. Uh, you mentioned that you're a spiritual teacher and you love these big questions. Well, what got you into, you know, loving these big questions and becoming a spiritual teacher? <laughs> I always laugh. I wish I could give you some elegant, beautiful story, mm-hmm. you know, that I climbed Mount Everest and had a aha moment, but it was really from the first part of my life being stuck in depression, mm-hmm. a lot of anxiety, and it wasn't something that I could really say there was a narrative, like yeah. I'm anxious because of X, or it was just this general being alive. I wasn't really enjoying myself at all and couldn't figure out why and was really into trying to fix myself. And that just seemed to make things even more confusing mm-hmm. because it implies that you're broken. And um, the, the spiritual stuff came in, frankly, because nothing else was working. Mm-hmm. And the only other option for me at that time 
with social anxiety, with depression. People wanted me to go on medications. I, I really didn't want to do that because I had a sense that it wasn't really a chemical imbalance problem. It seemed to come from, I don't know how to connect with life. I, I yeah. know how to stand to the side and watch this thing go by. I know how to do what I've been told to do, make some money. It all looks okay and I feel absolutely nothing inside. There, there, there's like, what memo have I missed? Mm. So that is not as easily addressed through psychological stuff, although I think it can be helpful. For me, going into the big questions of who I am, uh, the spark that animates all of us, um, how to connect with other humanoids yeah. without talking in a way that's fulfilling, that was what helped me. And since it worked so well, I started showing other people. Mm -hmm. And hot darn, you know, it seems to be something very useful to people around planet yeah. Earth. Because frankly, I think we spend too much time trying to figure ourselves out. Mm -hmm. Hey, and, and that reminds me, like about maybe seven years ago in middle school. I don't know how long ago that was. That was quite some time ago. But uh, I was sort of going through what you described. Um, and one of the pieces of advice that one of my friends shared was to uh, to start dancing with life. Um, yes. And the analogy he gave was at our middle school dance, uh, we were all, all the guys were just standing there and there's all these other people uh, dancing. And we were just like kind of, you know, having fun. We were there, but we weren't present. We weren't amongst the dancers. Um, and, you know, when we ended up by the end of the night, kind of joining in with the dances and having fun, we, we had a phenomenal night and it was so, so much fun. And we, we all, we were all super happy and just engaged. And that's sort of what he sort of, the advice he gave me was to start dancing with life. Oh, um, that is so wise. Right. Yeah. And it's stuck with me ever since. And I'm so grateful for that little piece of advice. Absolutely, because this thing can about this thing on life can only be experienced. Yeah, I mean, you can you can examine up to a certain amount. You can study, you can theorize, but this experience of being alive and in the moment is not a narrative. It's not really a cognitive concept. Yeah. And so, in the work that I do with hundreds of people around planet Earth, it's a lot about being more in the body. Yeah. So, dance is a wonderful way to amp up the energy of being fully present. Yeah. It's, it's enjoyable, whatever it is, whatever music you like, you know, right. and just feel the, the joy of living or, you know, to be happy for no reason seems to be a bizarre concept these days, but we are wired to naturally enjoy this thing that mm -hmm. we're in. We might as well, we have one, we're here for a short time. We might as well make the most out of it. And it's sort of build on that. I've, I'm doing a bio major and, you know, a lot of my first year bio classes talked about human evolution and all of these things having to fall in the perfect sequence to give, you know, humans the opportunity to be the way we are. And for me, something that's helped me in the past is just thinking about how lucky I am in, in some ways to be able to evolve in such a way where I get to experience all these beautiful things. And from that sort of, uh, understanding comes this gratitude of just experience um and yeah it's it's oh that's beautiful yeah, yeah. i mean i think we're at a critical juncture in history right now mm -hmm. um i think it's fair to say that a few hundred years ago when people were just trying to survive yeah the, the spiritual journey didn't allow for a lot of other options mm -hmm. you know if you're a poor peasant living on a potato farm you're just trying to survive and feed your nine children, knowing yeah. that six of them will probably die. 
And so the how can I survive was a lot of connecting to the divine and surrender, knowing that there's so much you can't control. Mm -hmm. And can you find the grace in what is here? When we cannot control disease, we can't control that you're poor, your children will probably be poor, your dad was poor, and you have one life. What can you do? You know, mm -hmm. when there aren't that many choices. Yeah. Fast forward now, the journey is completely different. We have 10 billion choices. Do you want to be a doctor? Do you want to be a gardener, electrical engineer? Yeah. Do you want to be a parent? And, you know, it's, it's the opposite problem. But it's still, okay, I have one life. And now the spiritual journey is, what do I want? Whereas before that was not part of the question. And so yeah. the pendulum has swung quite a bit. And so I love your appreciation, your gratitude. And sometimes people even think, well, I should be glad for what I have. You know, I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my car. And, but there's more coming. Yeah. And so I always encourage people, you know, this dream, the mystery, the more. It doesn't mean you're not grateful for what you have. Mm -hmm. um, Excuse me, because the people that I typically su support around planet Earth, they tend to be very intelligent. They, they're sensitive. You know, they feel the world deeply and they're spiritual. So mm -hmm. there's this desire to tap into this greater sense of what it means to be alive. These bigger questions of beginnings and endings and my purpose and how can I be more me around other humanoids? And, you know, I've been taught X, Y, Z. And, and I mean, the big questions of the day need space so that all these other decisions we're making every day fall into place easier. Because if we don't, if we're not in touch with the bigger questions, mm -hmm. which by the way, have no real answer. Yeah. These questions don't have answers, but they need, they need space. So mm -hmm. it's not like you can open up a fortune cookie that says, Oh, you know, turf, you're supposed to be a, you know, veterinarian. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not like that, but in sitting with the question, more of the, um, feeling of the moment starts to pour in mm -hmm. that naturally guides you from moment to moment and that's all we're trying to do yeah <laughs> moment to moment is plenty enough you know yeah and that's beautifully put um and to sort of uh you you said you know you you you've supported and, and work with humans from all around the world um what are some of the common things that that are often brought up when you're working with uh people uh, sure. some common themes or, or healing yes yeah, yeah they're, they're common themes i mean yeah. i call these under a general theme of you know the problems of living yeah and they, they usually have something to do with relationship and why am i here mm. and, but but it's not like people call me up and say oh i want to know why i'm here like it it, it doesn't present that way mm -hmm. but it will present in things like I can't stand what I'm doing for a living, but I don't know what I should be doing. Or Adele, I feel like I, I sh I'm destined for something more, but I don't know what it is. Or I've always wanted to do X, but I'm not sure I could earn a living doing that. Or this relationship that I'm in, it's kind of, something's a little off, mm -hmm. right? So these very everyday things that are front and center, we don't have to look too far yeah. to find that underneath them, there's a lot of these larger questions that are beckoning for us so it's not like we have to go off to tibet to yeah. to meditate to find you know they're right here so the questions people come to me are very ordinary mm -hmm. uh, but but they're, they're the what matters i don't like my job i want to do something meaningful um 
I haven't found the right partner or I'm attracting the wrong kind of partner Mm -hmm. or money scares me. I mean, very, you know, very ordinary things that everyone can relate to. Yeah. Uh, And tapping that, if you, if you can connect that to the bigger questions that are underneath the surface, things start to click easier Mm -hmm. without going, oh my gosh, you know, what should be my major in school? You know, at the time it seemed so serious. I got to pick the right major because if I don't something really horrible, I'll miss the memo of life, you know? Yeah. And, and, and so it's just expanding our sense of how life is the mystery of things. So people can relax a little bit. Yeah. And when you can relax, your natural intuition will kick in and you're just going to have more fun while you're here. Yeah. So a lot of times people are dealing with health related stuff because of these anxieties Uh, my background, I was an energy medicine practitioner for over 10 years. Mm -hmm. So at that time, you know, I was working with a lot of people with health conditions that were related to anxiety. And I started to notice that although I could help them with their health, with the energy field and the aura, a lot of what was going on had to do with these big questions. And so when I added in um, exploration of the big questions, people's health just boom, you know, without needing medications as much and all this stuff because there was a sense of ah i found this i found me and then their relationships improved i mean many of my clients you know their health cleared up in spectacular time they found the man or woman of their dreams they started making money doing what they love to do um without having to burn themselves out so it's just it just happens Mm -hmm. yeah and you, you mentioned the words, you know, meditation, relaxation, enjoying life. And that kind of reminded me how, um, how much meditation has helped me in my life. Um, and, you know, I wanted to ask you, is, is meditation, that, is that something that's a part of your routine? Is that something you practice often? Absolutely. I, I meditate every day, mm-hmm. sometimes longer than others, depending on my schedule. But I can feel it when I don't. Yeah. So I'm just like any other human. I have to stay Make it a habit, yeah. make it an intentional habit. If I just get to it when I get to it, doesn't happen. So I'm like anybody else. It's like brushing your teeth, mm-hmm. build it in the day. And for anyone who's listening and curious about meditation, there are many different kinds. Yeah. Um, I, I do teach meditation to people who you know are new to it or mm-hmm. that there are certain kinds that are more transcendent. There are certain kinds that are more embodied. Um, and so if you don't like one kind, try another. Yeah. Um, even a moving meditation of a walk in the woods is lovely. Yeah. And it's a way to just calm this cerebral, this brain, calm it down. Because so, you're not just a bunch of thoughts. Yes. You're, yeah. you, you're so much more than your brain. Yeah, and I'm so glad you brought up the, the point of having how there's different forms of and different types of meditation. Uh, because I've been meditating for about, I guess, uh, I would say it's three years now. Um, and there were times where I was super inconsistent and recently for the past year, I've been super consistent and I've encouraged my friends to get into it. And a lot of the times they say it wasn't, it was not an enjoyable experience or they just don't feel comfortable doing it. And, um, it's never occurred to me that I'd recommend different forms of meditation. I kind of just give them the, uh, sort of uh, idea of meditation that I have. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's a very common experience yeah. for people who are new because it feels hard, it feels overwhelming. There are many different kinds. And I always also suggest to people that it is going to feel a little weird at first. Mm-hmm. If, if you are most comfortable with a, a day full 
of distraction. Yeah. That your mind goes from one thought to another. From the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, your mind is cranking on something. Yeah. You're anywhere but fully in the present. To to turn the Queen Mary around, even for five minutes, mm-hmm. can be odd, you know. And, oh, yeah. it, and so don't give up. Don't give up if oh I tried that once it didn't work for me. If this is a practice. Like anything else, you wouldn't go to yoga just once and say, oh, well, I tried that. You wouldn't go to weight training just once and say, oh, well, you know, it's it's consistency. And it's okay if you feel anxious. Some people actually feel more anxious in the beginning mm-hmm. with meditating because you start to feel everything. Yeah. Well, gosh, Adele, why would I want to do that? Let me go watch Netflix. Let me go mm-hmm. shopping. Let me, you know, the mind is looking for ways to sort of numb out a little bit. Yeah. And, and that's all right. I'm like, if five minutes is too much, try two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes, 120 seconds. Let's just see what happens. And and build up to three and then four minutes. So I think there's something for everyone. Don't give up. There are many different kinds and be easy on yourself. And I think one of the most important aspects of healing for me has been cons- consistency. Um, you know, it's taken time for me to heal from whatever, you know, trauma or hardships that I've had in the past. And consistency, staying consistent, taking it day by day, starting off with two minute meditations um, has been really helpful. Um, but but at the same time, I do feel like creating a habit and staying consistent with things is very hard for people. So what advice would you have to share uh, in regards to staying consistent with, um, you know, practices that are inv- that are related to healing? Yeah, well, that's a great question. First, I encourage everyone to start modest. First, decide that you want to. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I really want to, we got to decide, yeah, I want to give this uh, a, a decent try. And then set up a goal for yourself that's not too high. You know, I see a lot of people, it, it's like dieting. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you know, well, I'm going to move, going to lose, you know, X number of pounds and I'm going to go vegan and I'm only going to, and it's just, it's too big of a jump. Pick a yeah. goal that's a little bit of a stretch, but not too much. Um, and you might even have a buddy. It's nice to have an accountability partner to say, hey, you know, um, I've decided I'm going to meditate every day at noon for 90 seconds. Yeah. And we just check in and we can support each other. Because if I say, Terth, I'm going to meditate every day. I've never done it, but I'm going to do two hours a day. What will happen is the, when you set goals that are too high and you don't reach them, mm-hmm. It's an energetic hit on your confidence. Yeah. It actually sends you into more self-doubt or, or you know, like, oh, well, I set goals that I can't meet. So I don't want to set another goal because I won't meet. And then pretty soon it's uh, a little bit of a saboteur energy, saboteur energy. I would rather you set a goal of 90 seconds and then feel good about it. You know, hit something. You, you'll feel a confidence in, uh, wow, I can do that. Mm-hmm. That's really important. In the beginning, because an object, you know, in motion tends to stay in motion, mm-hmm. an object that's still. So we were trying to get this thing moving, but not at 100 miles an hour in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Let's shoot for 10 miles an hour, five miles an hour yeah. and make sure that it's sustainable, that you don't blow out your tires. Yeah. And then, it, you know, oh, OK, groovy. Then we can increase the cruising altitude yeah. if we want to. Yeah. Yeah. That's some great advice. Yeah. Um, so. Here, let me let me kind of tell you how I got to come across your platform. I uh, found you on TikTok, and that led me to your website, safehavenhealing.net. And, 
you know, on there, I, I, it, it's for the first time I recognized this word called Reiki, I believe is how you pronounce it. Yes. Um, yeah. And I did not know what it is uh, prior to this. I had, and I kind of still don't know. So uh, I was wondering if you could uh, sort of explain what that is, how you got into it and, and, and how that helps with the healing process. Yeah. Um, Reiki is a type of energetic work. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, the the human body has an energy field and you know, the website is, it's a little bit obsolete, but uh, like I mentioned, I've been so busy. I meant time to update it, but once upon a time I was working with a lot of physicians Mm -hmm. on stress related illnesses, IBS, Crohn's, uh, chronic fatigue, arthritis, uh, migraines, ulcers, like there's a, a list of about 15 to 20 health conditions that mm-hmm. do not tend to respond very well to conventional medicine. They're hard to treat, they're chronic, patients don't seem to get the relief they want. So I was working with integrative medical doctors as part, like I was in their office all day with patients mm-hmm. and we were getting phenomenal results because energy work is a way to amplify the body's natural healing ability. So there is a technical mm-hmm. aspect of running energy i'm trained to run energy through people's bodies and unwind clogged places and it's typically a very relaxing um it helps the body relax it's it's like um helping people go into meditation without them having to meditate they, mm-hmm. people go into a very relaxed light trance state and that is very useful for the body when the if your high your white blood cell count is through the roof and your blood pressure is way high, you know, telling you to calm down probably won't work. Yeah. Right. I mean, but there are things that can be done to help you calm down so that the body can start to repair itself. This is really important. It's type of natural healing. Yeah. And then the, during that time, a lot of really good things happen inside the body, you, you know, in terms of uh, the body's able to repair itself and it needs less medication, less pain meds, all that stuff. And like I said before, what I noticed was when I started talking to people in Mm -hmm. addition to working with the energy field and noticing these common themes of these big questions where people didn't have any space in their lives to even think about these. It it was like too out there, like my purpose. Well, heck if I know, I'm just I'm just bumping through this grind here like and they I could tell the exhaustion you Mm -hmm. were doing something that doesn't fit you. Or there's a trauma that happened. Now, I can, we'll do the energy medicine. And there might be something, some of these bigger questions that can help with what happened earlier on. And let's see what can happen. Then people were getting phenomenal results in their healing. So yeah. Reiki is one of the tools that I use when I'm working with this kind of condition. There are many others. Yeah. There are sound healers. There's shamanic work. These are all modalities. Yeah. Natural healing. You don't need a prescription. That... Um, people are now interested in because I think people are sick of meds. Yeah. You're left with medications or surgeries and the cost, the, 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 the effectiveness of these things, the side effects, people are saying there's gotta be another way. Yeah. So I encourage if you're out there and you're not getting better, you know, you, you you're maxed out with meds and you're sick of it or, or you, the side effects of these things, especially long-term, you might want to consider, you know, um, natural healing there not everything will work with everyone yeah not everything will work with everyone and so it's 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 good to have expectation yeah so this is what i solve with a lot of people around planet earth um the health situation with the stress and these big questions that are going on for people so yeah i I, this kind of fits in 
perfect with what I was going to mention next. But one of the reasons why I was so glad to have you on the podcast is because for all of my friends that are going to end up watching this or listening to this, um, are going to get access to you and learn more about you and the work you do. Um, and the reason why I think this is so, so, so important is because um, in my, what, 15 years of schooling uh, from undergrad to high school to elementary school, um, not once was I taught about, you know, meditation or Reiki or or, or any of, of those sorts of, uh, you know, processes of healing and learning. Um, you know, it was mostly just the, the traditional way of healing um, that that is kind of pushed upon us. Um, and I've always wondered why that is. I've always wondered um, why. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Can you imagine? Yeah. Imagine if not only did you have gym class or recess, that everyone could just take a thoughtful moment. I think the word meditation is a big word yeah. and not everybody understands it. The parents are freaked out about it. But it could be as simple as calming down for yeah. three minutes with your breath. Mm -hmm. You know, can you imagine what could be possible? Yeah. For kids with their anxiety, maybe we wouldn't need so much ADHD medications yeah. or, you know, when people are overstimulated and I'm seeing this, especially with a lot of my younger clients, mm -hmm. that the world is so hyper stimulated. People cannot focus on anything, especially with the digital, yeah. you know, the are, are really affecting people's brains without something. And that's why I'm so glad you're doing this podcast. People don't know. People have no idea mm -hmm. of the, the, the promise and the potential of just learning simple things. We're not even talking about anything advanced, but how important it will be for their emotional, mental, physical, their relationship well-being. Yeah. And it's, Absolutely. sorry, yeah, go ahead. Nope, no, I think you said oh, it beautifully back then. Yeah, and I was, because uh, for one of my uh, class projects, we had to write a report um, on different like healing practices and one of the things that we as like a group did was a meditation. Um, and, it, you know, we read a bunch of papers, um, you know, peer reviewed articles on how um, there's XYZ benefits of meditation. We learned about something called uh, consciousness based uh, education, which incorporates, you know, transcendental uh, and, and mindfulness within the learning programs of people um, that are outside of, of North America. And all these cool resources and, and things exist that have never been incorporated within our educational system. Uh, and in a lot of ways that bothers me because I really wish I was taught um, how to be thoughtful and mindful and I guess meditate when I was in like second grade or first grade um, because it would have been such a useful tool to help me manage my stress and anxiety growing up. Oh, absolutely. You and me both. Yeah. Right now there are people talk about meditation yeah. And write papers about meditation more than actually doing it. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing, you know, some things can't really be studied. Yeah. You have to do it, you yeah. know. And I've had clients that have read a lot about meditation. They can recite the benefits of meditation. But if I ask them, have you actually meditated? Yeah. There's a little bit of a, well, not yet, you know. And and, I, and that's normal. People want to understand something. But until you just jump in, mm -hmm. you're still, it's like, it's like if someone has never seen the color purple before yeah they're trying to imagine it you know and like just just jump in and yeah. you'll, you'll you'll be okay you know and then you'll have some semblance of what we're talking about mm -hmm. and that will be much more useful than a lot of research for sure yeah um anyways so i think we should start wrapping things up here but i ask uh, all of my guests this uh, before you know we wrap it up 
um, if, if you had one message to share with the world, uh, what would that message be? Um, and, I, and I do understand that this is a very broad and, and generic question, but I, I love hearing these sort of responses because it really sort of a, everybody has this little story or this insight to share, and, and we'd love to hear yours. Yeah. yeah. Well, mine is, it's one of my favorite quotes, so I can't yeah. take credit to this, but mine is simple. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. That's beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Thank and you. That, that's where all healing is. Yeah. All consciousness, the work you do in this life, the relationships you build, everybody wants to be themselves. Yeah. Because then you're just happier. Life works. 